Hi everyone, a quick note before this latest episode of Raise the Roof. I am currently recording this on January 20th. If you guys did not see the news that came out today, the sister city plan between the Rays and the city of Montreal that was proposed was officially killed. The plan is dead. Uh, Stu Sternberg, Rays owner, had a press conference today, uh, talked about it, fielded questions from the media. We did not talk about that in this episode. This episode was recorded beforehand and we wanted to give it some time before we released it. It just so happens that today is the day that the news came out. So we wanted to at least acknowledge that it was happening, acknowledge that this news happened, acknowledge that the sister city plan is no more. We don't know what's to happen from there, but the only thing that we know right now is that the sister city plan is no more. So stay tuned. We're definitely going to talk about this because it's massive news with the Rays, but stay tuned. We have a great episode coming up. And we hope you enjoy this latest episode of Raise the Roof. It's time to raise the roof for our latest off-season episode. Welcome back, everyone, to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Right now, we have the whole gang here. Me, Bree, Evan, and Gibby, we're all here. Uh, this episode is a, is a special episode for us because, um, unfortunately, we, didn't, uh, we weren't able to actually uh, do it in, a, in as much of a timely manner as I think we all wanted to, but we did a contest um, uh, earlier in 2021 uh, to see what everyone's walk-up songs would be, or um, if you had a walk-up song or walk-out, whatever it might be, what would that be? Uh, so this episode, we have both of our winners, uh, our Twitter winner and our Instagram winner for that. So uh, stay tuned. Those interviews were fantastic. Both of them are great. They picked fantastic songs. If you don't know which songs they picked to preface it, our Twitter winner uh, picked Bonfire by Childish Gambino. And our Instagram winner picked All of the Lights by Kanye West. Or, yeah, he formerly known as Kanye West because he changed his name. Uh, but, yeah, with, with that being said, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break here. And we'll get right into that first interview on this latest episode of Razor Proof. And we're back on this latest episode of Razor Roof. So if you guys remember, it seems like way too long ago because we definitely did not figure out how to do this giveaway thing right. But when we hit 2,000 followers after we hit 2,000 followers, actually, we had a giveaway or a contest where basically on our Twitter and Instagram, if you guys don't follow that Razor Roof TV, just quick plug, we wanted to see what everyone's walk-up song would be. So if you were a Major League Baseball player, what would your walk-up song be? And... With us today is the winner of our Twitter contest. Um, you guys might know him better on Twitter as Nesquik, as Nesquik Cardoza, but uh, Jeremy Cardoza, Jeremy, uh, thank you so much for coming on the pod today. Uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Uh, glad I won. That was really cool. I honestly <laughs> that i entered but uh but yeah no i'm really excited to be here listening to you guys all the time so uh yeah i mean i'm looking forward to it well we well we very all much right. appreciate the support on the pod hold on oh wait. i gotta ask where did nesquik come from like oh boy nesquik fan <laughs> oh god are we opening up a barrel of worms right now <laughs> yes. um so yeah real quick uh i was actually i i lived in florida for a long time moved to tennessee 
Uh, didn't have any friends, you know, new kid on uh, in the state. And I wore these little Nesquik wristbands that I had gotten from some promotion. And this kid, I guess he's pretty popular. He was like, whoa, are those Nesquik wristbands? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, I'm going to start calling you Nesquik. And I'm like, okay. And literally that was probably like 9 a.m. And by noon, I mean, everybody was like, yo, that's Nesquik. Yo, what's going on, man? And it was like, I'm just going to ride this wave of popularity all the way. So I just kind of keep it, uh, you know, keeps the uh, the feds off of me. So that's nice. Uh, you know, built in notoriety there. So that's great. <laughs> there you go. I love that. That's a, that, that's, that's a really interesting, I, I'm surprised that it took, it took people three hours. Like, yeah. like, like, like that's how quickly that that's impressive. Honestly, shout out to the kids. Uh, I'm guessing was this in high school? No, this was a uh, middle school. So I was in sixth grade okay. and kind of kept it ever since. Wow. Shout out to middle school kids for, uh, for yeah. being competent. Cause that doesn't always happen. <laughs> it's a big thing. Big things. Um, so, uh, for people that don't know, uh, Jeremy's submission for uh, the contest was Bonfire by Childish Gambino. If you guys don't know that, it's off of the, I'm pretty sure it's off of uh, his, I, I would assume his first album or whatever it is, Camp. Second one? Well, I guess it's first studio, but yeah, it, Camp, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Camp's the one that it's off of. Um, if you guys don't know who Childish Gambino is, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> the man is is absolutely incredible. Um, he's also known as Donald Glover, if you guys don't know that. And that might make things a little bit easier to figure it out, but how did you land on Bonfire as your um, as your preferred walk-up song? So that is the song, every time we do karaoke, that is the first go-to song that I'm doing. I mean, no matter what we're doing at a friend's house, anything, if I hear that pop off, I'm, I'm out there on the floor. So uh, it just kind of made sense. Plus, you know, there's so many, if you listen to it, the rhymes, the lines, the bars, whatever you want to call them, I mean, really iconic. It's honestly just like probably his best song. In my opinion, I know a lot of people like uh, Redbone and, uh, you know, I got opinions on that all day, but this is a raised podcast. Not going to talk about Gambino today, uh, but yeah, it's just a great uh, song. So yeah, it, was, it gets people hyped, gets people going. Yeah, I know. My favorite line from that song is hot like a parked car or, the, or, or that phrase, but that's probably like the most iconic phrase from that song. So it's probably like a basic pick. <laughs> well, it is what it is. You, you can like whatever you want. Who cares? Yeah, that's true. So uh, I mean, I do want to get into more discussion about like walk up songs and things like that in a little bit. But I wanted to, um, I guess, ask you more about your Rays fandom. So so you said you grew up in Florida, you ended up moving to Tennessee. Were you a Rays fan from birth or how did that like how did everything go when it comes to the story of your Rays fandom? So I'll break it down kind of quickly. So I was born in Jacksonville. I moved down to Lake Wales after my parents got divorced in 97. So we were right there when the Rays kind of became a team. But my dad was a Red Sox fan, so I kind of just stuck with the Red Sox. That's really all I knew as a kid. Um, you know, I went to the Trop a few times, but I didn't. Re nothing really stuck. Um, and then, you know, I was just kind of Red Sox all the time. No big deal. Uh, I mean, I guess no big deal now. But um, anyway, uh, I just kind of fell out of love with the Red Sox. Like, I'd never been to Massachusetts, never been, you know, really – around anybody that was like a huge fan you know people are always casual about that they love poppy they love you know whoever but it's like so i just kind of i just kind of was like you know i'm not really into this and then really and i'll i'm very new to this whole fandom thing but really during the 2020 playoffs you know with covid and everything it was really hard to to focus on anything and with baseball being the way it was it was just like oh, i don't know you know it's only you know like so small there's not even any games going on uh, but the Rays just being good 
and being really good, it just kind of made me go, oh shit, this is like, like, this is awesome. And it made me feel like, holy shit, they're actually doing something. And, you know, I don't want to be called like a Fairweather fan or anything like that. I mean, I got rid of all of my Red Sox shit because I was just like, this actually, I know the Red Sox have won championships like recently, but like those don't mean anything because it's like, I grew up with the Rays. They were always there. They just were bad. Um, so it was hard. To, and, the, you know, they had moving pieces and management was always, uh, you know, not great. But, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. It's like them being in the World Series just made me feel alive in a really dark point, uh, you know, in my life and a lot of people's. So it was like, yeah, I'm all in 100%. You know, I, I've, I've gone back. I've bought as much things as I can. That's, you know, in reason. But like, I'm, I'm in it 100%. And, uh, and this is, this is why I love, I love the, the people that talk about it, uh, you know, plug to you guys. Um, but it, it just, it really feels like us against the world and not in like a, a manufactured way. Um, and I, I just, I really is, am drawn to that. So that's cool. Yeah, that is, I mean, that, that's a really interesting story. So I, I guess what I'm more curious about is it, you know, the 2020 playoffs was really the time for you that you really, really got into this team and got invested in this team. But at like any point before then, were you at least casually following the Rays or maybe keeping up to, you know, keeping up to speed with, with what was going on here and there? Oh yeah. I mean, I, as a kid, I remember when they, when they were the devil Rays and I remember like church groups getting mad that they had devil in their name. And like, that was always kind of funny to me, even as a kid. Um, and then when, uh, when, in 2008, when they rebranded, um, when they went to the World Series, like it was like, oh man, how, how have I not been paying attention to this team so far? Again, being a casual Red Sox fan, you know, I'm not like diehard or anything, but, um, you know, seeing the Rays kind of come up from relative obscurity, really, I felt mismanaged a lot of the times. You know, you get like the really awesome, like Devil Rays jerseys, and you go to those nasty green ones. And then you go into like this whole new, this new era. And, uh, and it's, it's almost like rediscovering like an old friend. Um, Cause I had been casually aware of him at, again as a child, but, but just, you know, looking back, it's like, man, I was, I could have seen something special. I could have seen like, you know, Wade Boggs in his uh, twilight years, you know, stuff like that. So it, it kind of makes me go, damn, I don't want to miss out on anything anymore. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I was aware of him, but uh, just, you know, not as not a fan, I guess you could say. <laughs> who's your uh, Who's your favorite player right now? Favorite player, uh, Randy Arozarena. But uh, I, I'm really liking Wander Franco. Um, I think him being around for, pre- I mean, pretty much his entire career going forward, um, I think is going to be great for the team. Uh, great to build fans, you know. And he's an explosive little little guy. You know, he's uh, he's really cool. Um, so I'm glad he's. Uh, He's around for the long haul. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, since we already talked about it a little bit when, uh, with uh, walk-up songs, I want to open up this discussion because we, uh, we, we do have a little th- a segment that we're going to do in a second, but I want to know, in, in, in everyone's opinion, what makes a walk-up song a walk-up song? Like, what, what key ingredients or key things that are part of it make, I guess, different, you know, like make a song good in this instance for a pitcher to walk out, you know, like to come out to the mound on when they're starting or a reliever coming in or a batter coming up to the plate. I mean, I think that, you know, you want to have something that 
the crowd can kind of pick up on and they recognize it's you. Like one of the best walk-up songs in Ray's history is obviously Evan Longoria's. You hear those violins playing and you know that's Evan Longoria coming up to the plate, you know? So I think that's good. Um, something that gets the crowd fired up is always fun, but I don't think it's like a necessary one. Like if a guy wants to walk out to a country song and that's his thing, that's what hit, gets him in the zone, like, you know, that's fine. But yeah, I don't know. Something that, I like it when people stick with the same walk-up song like over time so that then it becomes a part of their personal brand. That's my thing. Yeah, like no, that. I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, I was kind of looking uh, at the Rays songs from this past season and a lot of them, like I didn't recognize, but then I'd, I'd uh, listen to them and go, oh yeah, like I, I do remember them walking up to that. But yeah, no, I'm with you. Like if you're, if you're comfortable walking up to, uh, you know, Kenny Chesney, like more power to him. <laughs> How do you guys feel about players having multiple walk-up songs? Because as someone who lives in near, near um, Citizens Bank Park, who lives in the Philadelphia area. Um, I went to a number of Phillies games last year, and I think Bryce Harper used a different walk-up song for every at-bat, and I hated that, because I'm like, I, I don't get, I mean, he won MVP, so mm, I, I don't know if they worked or not, but it just doesn't make any sense for someone to I'd have... say they worked for him. I, it, it doesn't make any sense that someone would have not just like an extra one, but like a different one for every at bad. That 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 might be like the extreme side of it. But what are your opinions about that? I mean, that's not my thing personally. I mean, some people. I think Brett had like a different one in, in the beginning and the end of games or something like that. I know. I don't know. He had a few different ones. I know Kevin Cash wanted him to change one of them. It's a funny story. Elijah will probably tell that story eventually. But um, I don't know. I, I really like the you know, one song, everyone knows it's you coming out. That's my thing. But I mean, whatever gets them fired up, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. At, at that point, it's like a playlist. And then you're right, it doesn't really say like who you are. But I will say flip side, if you do have multiple walk-up songs, I feel like they should be like, like row, row, row your boat, like something that everybody can get into and really <laughs> find. Because, you know, it's like you hear that and you're like, oh man, yeah, I know the words. Let's go. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, because some of them, it's like, you know, if you played like, I don't know, Florida Georgia Line or Morgan Whalen, I don't know, country music, and I live in friggin' Tennessee. Um, but if you played one of those, I'm going to go like, I, all right, cool. Like, I recognize it. It's a country song, but who it is, no clue. So yeah, I, I say just, you know, jump back in. We need to go back. Like, let's get some Mozart going. Why not? <laughs> Someone, okay. We should actually petition for brett to make his like the cupid shuffle or something oh How god no i had to do i in true story in middle school in my gym class in middle school every day we had to dance to the cupid shuffle for reasons i don't know why and that, yeah like every school day and it gave me ptsd like i can't listen to that song anymore so bad and like no one wanted to do it yet we still anyone who's listening who's an educator don't play the stupid Cupid shuffle at gym class. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> PSA. A good time. Standing on my soapbox. A fun sucker. That's fine I, at like a wedding, but like not a freaking gym class in, in middle school. That's kind of weird, but another story. I was in elementary. So I went to uh, Spook Hill Elementary in Lake Wales. Uh, shout out Spook Hill. If we, we had to do square dancing a lot, like that was built into the <laughs> curriculum. So we square danced to Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Um, That's a time. Wow. Yeah. 
it was insane. So every time I hear that, I didn't even realize it was in a movie until I saw the movie and was like, holy shit, I remember doing all the moves to this. Like it was nuts, but that's my thing. I don't understand why people make you dance in, you know, I know we're not the town from Footloose, I get it, but like, I don't know why they would make us dance in, a, you know, elementary school, middle school, gym. Doesn't make any sense, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, so quickly before we get into the, um, I guess, our, if you even want to call them players, but um, are there like any all-time walk-up songs that you guys uh, can remember in baseball that you would say stand out amongst the rest? Well, I would say uh, Mariano Rivera, you know, the inner Sandman. I think that's probably the one that I can remember off the top of my head without doing any type of, you know, research. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, I mean, that one you always knew. And it was always, it was kind of scary, you know, being a fan in the AL East. It's, uh, yeah, a little, a little spooky, but, you know. A little spooky, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely got to be one of the best ones. Because like you said, like you feel it when he's coming in, you're like, oh, man, <laughs> that's what you want. Um, like I said earlier, uh, Walkout, or Evan Longoria's Walkup song, Tantric, Down and Out, great. Um, I, I liked, bought that song on iTunes Myers. when I was like, yeah coming up as a race fan I bought that song on iTunes <laughs> Will Myers I don't know if he still uses the same one but when he was here he used um Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue I like mm-hmm. that one I like the rock and roll ones I think they're rock fun um, well I mean I have a good rock choice. and roll one G-Man Choi's is probably the best current one because it's literally just the crowd chanting his name and he plays it <laughs> that's his walk-up song that's great I mean that's that's it that's a that's, a, that's a really good one I was gonna say um again um, going to a lot of Phillies games growing up, uh, Chase Utley's walk-up song, Cashmere by, by Led Zeppelin. That's like that. I mean, it's a, it's a really good walk-up song. And when he came back to Philly, they played it for his first AB and people got way too hype. And then they gave him a standing ovation after he hit two home runs, uh, as a member of the Dodgers, because the Phillies were getting their ass kicked. So kind of a weird thing to do. Um, but I mean, I guess if you love a guy that much, you just forget about the fact that you, that you're losing by eight runs, but another story for another here's one for our gator fans out there uh mike zanino i was very proud of him he used um god what's the song won't back down the song we sing in the third quarter that i can't even won't back down won't back down down. i like that he used that for a while so i got pretty hype yeah i saw that and i was like yeah that's the same song that they play at the football games i was like oh mike (laughs) go gators (laughs) i'm trying to think of like others at all i know if this isn't iconic, it's more funny, but I remember when Prince Fielder was on the Texas Rangers, one of his walk-up songs one year was just a siren. Like, it was walked up and you're like... That's then terribly that annoying, but I mean, I guess it serves the purpose. <laughs> I think that's I think that's incredible. It's so stupid that it's that it's great. I mean, it would get people hype. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. It's annoying, but I mean, it works. Well, I think since we're trying to... Uh, draw straws right now on, on trying to figure out different ones. Why don't we get into a um, couple of our, our week where what I wanted to do, um, we talked about this before the pod, was I wanted to create a top five list of current Rays player walk-up songs and then a top five list of the best outside of the Rays, just best walk-up songs in baseball. So starting off with, uh, I guess, our top five for the Rays or however we want to do it, um, you guys can do it in a particular the you guys can do it in a particular order or you can just just say like these are five and just not order them in any way. But um, Jeremy, starting with you, if you have your list, uh, who are 
what are your top five walk-up songs for the race? Yeah, so I looked them up. Uh, a lot of these, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember, you know, like, oh my God, I was so hyped when this happened. But like uh, Randy's, every time he's coming up to bat, I'm getting, you know, I'm I'm paying attention. So really not even paying attention to a song. Like I know what it is. I hear it, but not like, oh man, I love it. Um, but then, yeah, I would go G-Man Choi. And then I had like uh, Yandy Diaz. I think again, his... Uh, you just kind of know when he's coming up. Um, I can't really explain it aside from that. But yeah, big fan there. Uh, so those are the top three. And then I would say Brett and uh, Wander Franco. Um, so those are those are mine. Not really any particular order. Just you, you pay attention when they're starting to walk up. Uh, so that's why I chose them. Good list. Uh, Bree, what are yours? Oh, man. If I took your list, it's fine. We can just agree about it. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no one has taken any of my guys yet. I, I like KK's because you you know it's him mm-hmm. when he comes up. Just the everyday I'm hustling one, and it fits his persona. So yeah, for you, KK, excellent choice. Um, I already said G Man. <laughs> Tyler Glasshouse is MVP. It's a little a little ambitious there, Mr. <laughs> Tyler. No, I'm just kidding. Love him, but yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with that list. Yandi was a good one that I hadn't thought of, but yeah, you're right. Every time he comes up, you you do know it's him. So, so Brees just said a couple that that were on my list. Um, so I have mine in a particular order. Uh, five is "Burn the House Down" by AJR, which is Brandon Lau's walk-up song. And I can like just like how how Longo has his violins to start. I can tell once the trumpets come in and all of that. Like I can tell Lau's coming up. So I think that that's cool. So it. Not and I, I mean, I have my feelings on AJR. They are really, really good to see live. But uh, so yeah, five is burn the house down. Four is sabotage by the Beastie Boys, which apparently Shane, uh, that's Shane McClanahan's um, song when he goes to warm up. Uh, Love the Beastie Boys, fantastic uh, rap group in the '90s. Number three, I didn't know this because I guess I don't like pay attention enough to when Jeffrey Springs comes in. But his is No Diggity by Blackstreet which is Excellent a fantastic choice. song. 10 out of 10, five Love stars. that song, fantastic song. Two is MVP by Big L, which is Glass's warm-up song. I listen to it, honestly, kind of, a, it's a good song. And I know that there's like a beat in the background that I've heard in other rap songs. So like a sample, or maybe they took the sample from that, whatever. But um, really, really like that. And then number one for me has to be Hustling by Rick Ross, because... I mean, KK's walk-up song is, for me, the most note, like, if I was... For right now, he's the most, like... that That's the know. one I recognize the most. That's the most recognizable yeah. one of the five, but... All right, uh, do you guys have, like, a top five for the rest of baseball, if you got a chance to do it? I have no clue anyone's walk-up songs in the rest of baseball. What Whatever Shohei Otani's is, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I'll put him as number one. <laughs> I'll look it up, what it is. It's probably Jeremy, were you able to find any? Okay, so I went to look, and MLB.com has already switched to the 2022 season, and it's like, there's not a 2022 season. Don't show me nothing. Show me last one. Because I was like, oh, I can flip through and figure something out. Well, I I was able to do it for 2021 with the Rays, and I found a loophole because MLB.com has not gotten rid of all of the player photos because when I clicked on that link to go to like like the, uh, the songs for 2021, all the player faces came up. Ooh. So that's so that's the loophole. If you guys oh. want to do that and look up rate, if if they end up changing it at some point, then it'll be what it is. Or if they've already changed it, but 
if you look up walk-up songs for the Rays, you'll you'll be able to see everyone's player photos for 2021, or that was at least listed on there. So I thought that was really funny. And we're we're hacking the matrix right now. They don't. We are. Them. That's what we're here for. I actually have a top. Or I I have five. I don't know if you guys have. I mean, it doesn't seem like you guys were really able to find anything. Shohei walks up to an anime theme song, which. Oh, that's really, really cool. Good for him. Which I'm one? I'm sure it's great. It's uh. Jujutsu Kaisen ED Lost in Paradise featuring oh, yeah. Aklo. Man, that's my favorite track of all time. I've got that yeah. bump. It's right my now. favorite song. <laughs> I have no clue what that song is, but it's fine. So the five that I have, and I also have an honorable mention, a lot of it is influenced by the Phillies because those are that's the majority of the games that I went to the most Hold last on. year. I'm gonna interrupt right. you really quick. Oh, interrupt. Second place nomination. Second place nomination. Uh, Mike Trout walks up to sicko mode, so <laughs> that's I was gonna that put baller. I was gonna put some Travis Scott on there, and then I realized what happened over the summer, and then I was like, I can't do that. His music's still good. I mean, I, I, I I've like not really listened to his music as much recently, and there there are a couple of guys that do walk up to Travis Scott, um, and I just I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm holding out on the situation right now, but um, okay. So Bree's got two. Jeremy, unfortunately. You weren't able to get any, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit there and agree with you guys. <laughs> you say that is what I'm feeling. So that's what I usually do on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> so the a large majority of the ones that I have are, are influenced by the Phillies because that's the team I went to the most games. And honestly, some of their songs are um, really uh, they they work really well. So like for example, uh, Alec Bohm, his walk up song is famous by Kanye West. And in the song, it goes, bomb, 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 beat him. And, it, you know, bomb sounds like boom. So it kind of works. Bro, uh, I would absolutely walk out to a Kanye song. And, He's uh, but so like, weird, it works. his music is so good. Stuff <laughs> like that works. Uh, uh, Give Me the Loot by by Biggie Smalls is is Luke Williams's walk-up song. Um, and obviously, loot sounds like Luke a little bit. So, again, another another play on words thing that, that works really well, and I love it underrated one no one really talks enough about Andrew Knapp well they don't really have anything to talk about because he's not really that great of an offensive catcher but uh his walkout or his walk-up songs are Blue World by Mac Miller which is my favorite song off of his posthumous album Circles love that song and then Can't Stop by the Red Hot Chili Peppers just a fantastic song love that I do remember when I went to my the one O's game I went to this year Trey Mancini's walk-up song is Can I Kick It by A Tribe Called Quest really like that one yeah. that's a good one of course probably one of the most notable ones that i know from current guys is california love by tupac which is ken lee's walkout song uh when he comes in for the dodgers that's absolutely iconic like he's he's made that into a thing and he's it's so good love that and it works and the last one that i have is a song that i've gotten into recently uh i found out it is the walk-up song for kyle garlic who's currently on the minnesota twins again a guy that no one talks about Baller uh, name though. Baller yeah. name for sure. Uh, Heat waves by Glass Animals. That's a I very popular song. song. But that that's song. a really good song. Love that. Uh, but yeah, no, there's. I mean, walk up songs are very much synonymous with baseball. So I've always found that to be a really really cool thing. And I'm glad that, like, at least for us as race fans, we can at least identify like a few guys by their walk up songs, like like Evan Longoria, or Kevin Kiermaier, or you know, guys like that. I think that's. I think that's a really, really cool thing that's kind of happened, but it's, it's, I feel like it's very much an organic thing, but I could be wrong. 
but no, I still think it's, it's still, it's really, really cool. Um, and I mean, obviously why else would we have created a contest about walk-up songs? It is cool though, because it's, you know, not every player is like super into showing their personality and doing a bunch of media stuff and, you know, active on social media and stuff, but like that walk-up song gives you like a little tiny window into their personality. So I think that's the cool thing about it. For sure. For sure. Uh, Jeremy, so I want to, well, I have a quick few quick hitters uh, before we conclude. Obviously, the lockout's still going on, which none of us like, and it's kind of a poop situation, or not not kind of, it is a poop situation. Uh, what are your, like, how are you feeling? Do you think that a resolution will come soon and the regular season won't be affected? Um, so I don't think the regular season will be affected. I think, I think it's going to uh, screw up spring training uh, as far as pitcher and catchers and all that stuff because they I feel like they have to they're in a pretty shit position can I swear I'm sorry um, yeah, they're in a pretty <laughs> position that uh, that the owners need to continue to make revenue and if you do you know we just had COVID didn't have all the games that's their sticking point is like hey we don't want to commit to any more money but it's like you kind of have to you kind of ha- you're like you kind of have to now because if you go another season with nothing, you're just screwing yourself even more and then you have no bargaining chips. So they really need to kind of just make those concessions. Maybe they'll make them on Thursday and we'll just get back to normal. But yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of silly to me. Yeah, it's very good points about that. Uh, When it comes to the Rays, obviously we already asked about your favorite player. Um, You've been to the Trop before. I don't know how recently or what's the last time you've been to the Trop, but of the times that you remember going, what would you say – are some redeemable qualities about it uh, because the trap gets a bad rep for no reason and want to hear your Let's not thoughts. say no reason. There no, are reasons. No reasons. No, it's America's ballpark. <laughs> um, so for me, because that's what I, before, um, when I went to the trap, I went twice this year. So I flew down to Florida twice this year. And everything that I had seen on Twitter, like it's a dump, it's, it's crap, it's whatever. It's like, I didn't feel that at all. It was like a hundred outside and it was like 60 inside. It's like, hell yeah, man. Like, I, why would you ever want, and this is what gets me on ownership. And I listened to your, I listened to episode 100. So I'm a little bit off, <laughs> but when they say they want a, an outdoor stadium in Florida, right next yeah. to the post makes no sense to me because you're just going to get rain delays here. It can be storming outside. That actually happened to me when I went down for the, uh, I actually went down for the Red Sox game on uh, the 30th of July. Um, the day before they played the Yankees, I went to Bush Gardens and it rained so bad we couldn't ride any rides, but they were still playing baseball inside. And it, that's the thing that, that I like. I mean, yeah, the concessions aren't great. Yeah, it's a little, I mean, it's old, you can tell, but it's like, I love it. Like, why would you, why would you want to have something I mean, if, if it was, if, if the trop was in Tampa, if it was across from Raymond James, we wouldn't be having any discussion. Promise you. Yeah, for sure. Good points again. Uh, For this season, um, hoping everything, you know, stays the course, nothing garbage happens that we don't know about with the lockout. What are your uh, expectations and or hopes for this team? Uh, Expectations. I would say, I would say top of the AL East again. Um, I really don't think that any of the other teams now, again, barring any other weird signings, I don't really think any of the other teams in the East got what I would say demonstrably better. 
the Rays kind of stood pat, but also, you know, they're going to pick up some relievers that we don't know about yet. So I would say as far as expectations, top of the AL, AL East, uh, I would say my hope, uh, 100 game season, 100 game wins. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think we'll probably sit maybe 89 to 93 is my guess. But I also think we're going to have a full season of Franco. Uh, we're going to have, you know, just guys playing more. We'll have some of our guys coming from Durham. I, I just, I feel like it's a better team, even without seeing them throw a single ball. And I think that's, uh, that's at least my hope and my dream. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I believe that. And uh, I think if we hadn't gotten screwed a couple of times in the uh, Red Sox series, it would have been a different World Series, in my opinion. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate you taking the time to come on. Congrats again for winning. Uh, it was awesome. A great song choice. We all, you know, it, it was a unanimous decision for us. Um, to pick it uh, if people don't know um, where to follow you because we make sure to let everyone plug their social medias and all that stuff where can people follow you at on social media absolutely let's break it down for a second on twitter it's at the quickness that's d-a-q-u-i-k-n-e-s and on instagram it's at just quick at 22 uh, there is no c in quick so check that out i post uh, nonsense most of the time i do have a viral tweet uh, I talked about Seinfeld and Spider-Man, so please go check that out. Oh. 93.7 thousand likes. Wow, uh, nice work. I'm losing hundreds of likes by the day, it seems like, because I guess a bunch of bot count uh, bot counts uh, liked it. So it is what it is, but hey, I'm here for the long haul. So, you know, check it out. <laughs> sure. Well, Jeremy, thank you again so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And for everyone listening, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. So we already talked with Jeremy, our Twitter uh, winner of the walk-up song contest. And now it is time to, to talk with our winner of the Instagram contest. Same thing. Uh, Gabe Archer. Uh, Gabe, thank you so much for coming on. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm really happy I'm on here, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, for those that didn't know, again, because we we did not figure out how to do the the, the timeline was crap, whatever. Um, Gabe picked uh, Gabe's walk up song was was all the lights by uh, Yay, formerly known as Kanye West, because he decided to change his name for reasons. No one knows why. Who cares? Um, what was the, that man? You cannot. He is an unpredictable man. What was the uh, why did you decide to pick that song? Uh, honestly, I was really just kind of rocking with that song at the time of when I commented that, and I think I was listening to it. So oh, wow. It seems, it seems like a, a pretty good pick. That was a really good pick. Mm -hmm. Then that is very good time. I mean, that's, that's, that's really good timing. I know that there was, it, it really was, wor yeah. it worked out in your favor as we can see here. It um, really did. Yeah. So Brie, or, so me and Brie already talked about this on the last segment, but Evan, uh, since you're on this one, and and Gabe, I'll, I'll ask you as well. What do you guys think makes a good walk-up song or a walk-out song if you're a pitcher or anything like that? Um, in my opinion, it's got to be something that, like, gets you hype on the inside. Like, if it doesn't fire you up or it's not something that means something to you, it's not a good walk-up song. Good points. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got to – I mean, obviously, it has to pump you up. 
I mean, especially more so for a reliever or especially like a closer. I mean, and our Sandman for Mariano Rivera was, I mean, that's iconic for him. Like, that's a perfect closer song. You just got to get the blood pumping. You got to be like, all right, let's go get this done, thing done. Um, I honestly, I mean, are you asking me for my specific walk-up songs or I mean, what, we, what goes into I, a good one? Well, I mean, we already know uh, Gabe's and... Um, I don't know if we talked about our three specifically, but it was, it, it, it was just supposed to be about like what makes up a good walk-up song, oh, yeah. but we can also talk about like what ours would be if we had one. Yeah. So yeah, just to get you pumped up. Um, usually good beat drop helps with that. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's pretty simple. Just for sure. So uh, since we didn't talk about it, what, what are our three walk-up songs or what would they be? Cause I am curious to know. They would, would uh, they would be different if I was a batter or a reliever, though, or a closer, I think. If I was a, I mean, I don't want to copy him, but Tantric was such a good, that that um, Down and Out was such a good walk-up song for Evan Longoria. Um, I, I mean, I assume you know this song for a clo- as a closer. If I was to be a closer, um, Down with the Sickness, the beginning of that song would be great. Like, just the, the drums. That's a good one. That's drum a really opening. good one. I mean, I've been listening to that song for forever, and I absolutely love that beginning. So I think that, I mean, that gets me, oops, sorry, that gets me pumped up. Um, but yeah, go ahead with yours. Brie, Brie, what's yours? Um, I don't know. Okay, so I, I'm going to go either Power by Kanye. I like that song. Another Kanye. Right? I, I know, we talked about that in the last interview, yeah. that like Kanye goes really, really well with a lot of... Uh, walk-up songs and things like that yeah and then i actually really really like bon jovi so maybe wanted dead or alive i like that song Ooh, good choice i like that um i'm trying to think what mine would be because like i have one in my head that would definitely not work as a walk-up song uh so i'm not gonna say that yeah and i'm afraid to say it because people would be like why the hell would you say that god damn it why is this so difficult so this is this used to be Kevin Franzen's walk-up song when he was in uh, "Snow Heyo" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, don't I think I know that song, but good for you. So, Gabe, I wanted to talk a little bit more about your, you know, not just walk-up songs, but just baseball in general. So, are you a Rays fan? So I'm from South Jersey, so kind of traditionally, I grew up as a Phillies fan, but I've graduated more into a baseball fan as a whole. Okay. Like I root for the best matchups, what's best for the sport. Although I, of course, the Phillies will always be special to me. But okay, so, okay, yeah. So on the on the I guess on the note of of matchups and things like that, are there one? So like for example, Bree really likes pitching and loves a great pitching duel. Are you more gra- like? Do you gravitate more towards a good pitching matchup, or do you gravitate more towards like, let's say if the Braves and Nationals were playing and Juan Soto and Acuna were, uh, you know, put against each other, something like that. Oh, man. Uh, when I'm at – if I'm at the ballpark, I want to see a good slugfest. But if I'm watching on TV, I want to watch a pitcher pump – like DeGrom pump 102 the entire time and just come up with some of the nastiest sliders you've ever seen. Like that's so entertaining to me to watch him do that just for any pitcher. It's so incredible. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent answer. Well, I mean, and it's, it's, 
it's so tough to see the movement on the pitches when you're there live. That's I agree with you in that. Well, that was like what the Palm Beach Car- uh, Palm Beach Cardinals had to deal with when uh, Degrom came there. Didn't he strike out like eight of nine guys? <laughs> oh, and then gosh. like one it's guy grounded out. One guy grounded out, and the guy who grounded out. I'd be out was so like, proud of myself. I would never. Like, I would talk about yeah. that nonstop if I was the one guy that made contact. I'd be like, "You guys suck." Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. We need to find out who that guy is and just shake his hand. What, Gabe? What part of South Jersey are you from? Uh, so I'm like 20 minutes away from Philly, so oh, I grew yeah. up right outside of Philly. Oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I just know a couple. Come by of my friends from school are from. Mm-hmm. South Jersey, so and yeah. someone who's not in school anymore. Yeah, and and obviously you. Yes. <laughs> so, um, since you said that you're more of a uh, baseball fan, um, what are some players that you really like, or teams, maybe not just the Phillies, but teams that you gravitate towards more? Uh, well, my favorite player of all time is Christian Yelich. I've got a giant fat head of him right at, as that I'm looking at right now. <laughs> I've got two. And I really gravitate towards the Brewers. I, I don't know why. It's just that team of putting together kind of like, I don't know, like a ragtag group of one-year contracts that all somehow work out. And then you have yeah. Corbin. And then this year you had Corbin Burns do things that no man should do to another man. Those cutters were f- disgusting the entire year. So what and you're saying is, is that you're completely okay with uh, with with the Hunter Renfro trade and how he screwed over the Rays in the playoffs? No, not in the playoffs. He just <laughs> the entire year. We don't give him that satisfaction. Yeah, I don't. He, I don't yeah, know he sucked where in the playoffs. He was terrible what? in the playoffs. He did no, suck it, in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, Kike I mean, was the only one there was the, the uh, like, there was that it moment. It was Kike. It was freaking, there, but yeah. there was that moment that involved Hunter Renfro. Yeah, he hit the oh, ball. Well, yeah, the that, oh, the yeah. fence. The fence was, was also him sucking because he definitely didn't do that on purpose. Like if yeah, he, not, he, he definitely suck. did it on purpose. He, no, he, if he, he was suck, so he angry. Just, like, caught it. He was so angry that the Raiders. the Raiders let him go. You have to be really good to do that on purpose, and yeah, <laughs> hey, he might have been good enough. Who knows? So I mean, he's so, a good fielder, but. So you said Yelly's your favorite player um, in baseball, and, and then that would also be favorite player on the Brewers. Uh, what are some other guys specifically on Milwaukee that you like? Uh, I really, really like Colton Wong. He's awesome to watch him play second base. Obviously, Corbin Burns, too. And, of course, my favorite reliever ever, Josh Hader. That Just everything he does is so electric and so amazing. Just that entire Brewers pitching staff and rotation, the way that they're built is incredible, in my opinion. I wish what the Phillies would do a little more of that, but what about what about Willie? Will, Willie's the, we we still love Willie. Oh, Devin Williams. No, 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 no. Wait, What? Oh, yeah. Willie Adonis. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm forgetting. Sorry. I'm forgetting no, my Brewers. It's been I'm, a while. I'm just so used to saying his first name. That was my bad. <laughs> no, it's a, it's okay. I mean, I think he's really going to turn it up this year. He's one of my personal picks to be a. Uh, I believe it'll be his first All Star appearance, but I think he's going to absolutely kick it up this year with the brewers he's 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 gonna win a gold glove he's my has he won one yet he hasn't won i don't think so he hasn't he could have a few years but he didn't how did you feel when devin williams punched a wall before the playoffs (laughs) (laughs) um that really screwed a lot of things up i'd say yeah uh if he doesn't punch that wall then they don't i don't think 
and they have a solid eight guy or eighth inning guy. It does it doesn't help that they scored all of I think two runs in the yeah. in a combined five games. But I don't know if Devin Williams didn't punch that wall. I feel like the Braves wouldn't have advanced uh, past. I believe it was the NLDS. So that change uh, was so amazing. I felt too. so bad. They really sat him down in front of a camera and made him like talk like a small boy. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that poor kid. He'll be back with a vengeance, I'm sure. Did you play baseball? I do, yeah. Okay. Uh, what grade are you in? Uh, I'm in. I'm a sophomore. I'm 16. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what is your preferred position to play? Uh, well, I actually pitch, and I also yes. play base. Ooh. Yeah. So that's why you so, like to Grom because yeah, you want to try to throw 102 at someone. <laughs> that's why I like for the pitchers. I, I for some reason. I, I have asked multiple times if I can get Tommy John so I could throw 102 after that because I think that's what happened to Degrom. But I mean, if it's if it worked for Degrom, I feel like it could work for me. But yeah, I mean, same Shane McClanahan got it and now he pumps yeah. 100. I'm saying we we don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, did Glass got it? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, ch- uh, I choose to not remember that. <laughs> what's your best pitch? Oh, my curveball's disgusting. It, well, it's not yes. even a curveball; it's a slurve. In the words of Ooh, me, beautiful, self-proclaimed slur. It's a, yes, it's the self-proclaimed slur. <laughs> I love that pitch. It's great. It uh, starts at your head. It starts at your head and ends in the other batter's box. Hopefully, that continues to be a disgusting pitch because that the way the way that you're describing it right now, it sounds like a wiffle ball pitch. It it does sound a lot like a wiffle ball pitch. I know. Unfortunately, I can't throw it like more than five times a game, or I think I'll or I think I'll actually need Tommy John, but. Hey, I mean, it might be worth it if you can come back pumping 100. That's know? true. That's true. That's are... 16. I don't know if that would work, but it's worth a shot. <laughs> can, I, can I take one of the Grom's tendons and maybe that'll make me throw 102? I don't, I don't know, know how many he possible. has intact right now. <laughs> Dude was struggling. I don't, I don't think you could just steal healthy. one from another person and then just assume hey, their greatness. Listen, I'm willing <laughs> to try. If Tyler Glass now wants my UCL. He can have it. <laughs> I know, great. I know. It, it's it's going to be okay. He'll be back. He'll be fine. Well, that also made me think of, because we were, because um, we're talking about pitchers, um, and I know that uh, Bree tweeted about this, and I saw it, and everyone else saw it, the uh, the GQ shoot uh, with uh, Shohei uh, Otani, because this is, of course, a Shohei Otani podcast, if, if you did not know that. Um, he is a legend of a man. Uh, Gabe, I want to hear your thoughts about Shohei because we, we I don't think we've talked about him in a while, and I think he deserves his due once again. Uh, hold on. I got to just – all right, let me go grab something really quick. Yes. Okay. Go get it. Is this going to be another fat head? Is it, <laughs> no, it's not going to be another fat head. Are there, like, two show and tells going on? I love this. The, oh. no, I absolutely <laughs> love this man. There we go. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, I've got this white Shohei jersey going. I, no, Shohei is, in my opinion, the face of baseball right now and honestly could save this sport from extinction. So, yeah, Stephen I mean, A could, uh, Stephen A Stephen was a wrong. Clown. Yeah, he, no, yeah, Stephen A is a clown. Stephen A should never, ever, ever talk about baseball. Ever. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, he could stick to basketball or not even football. He puts the count. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Ranking. He probably shouldn't even talk about football either, but. <laughs> Evan, I know that football is a sore subject for you right now. Dude. uh, Bro, honestly, me too. Gabe, 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 if you don't know, uh, Evan's a Chargers fan. 
The Chargers oh. are my number two team, and I would probably uh, die for Justin Herbert. I, I, and I, I was I, so I'm upset. Sure I'm too, so. so that was it, we can cut this out of the podcast, but um, that was that was like top five worst losses I've ever experienced. That was literally game. Yeah. It was game four of the ALDS all over. Oh again. God. <laughs> Like, it was well, so unnecessary, well, we came, too. We came back. We came back, tied the game, and then lost our season on a walk-off, basically. Like, Daniel, it was... Daniel Carlson ruined everything. How could he? Mm. Just stop him on 34. I'm over here rocking as an Eagles fan. I know oh, we're no. going to get obliterated the in the first round. I don't oh, know. Yeah. We're uh, relying on a lot of players coming back. My bucks. Which... There's a lot of beef right now. Inherent beef right now between... The the uh, Eagles and the Bucks fan. I'm just yeah. sitting here like I don't know. What's I like, going I'm on. as a Bucks fan. I'm a little nervous. I mean, I, I are think you the Eagles are gonna. Yeah. I think the Eagles are gonna play a, a close game. Yeah, I mean, I they eight, played a close eight, game the first time too. I think eight so. and a half is a lot of. That points. is true. Oh wait, is it eight I'm, and a half? Yeah, it is eight and a half. Unless they changed it. I take that. I take I take Eagles plus eight and a half on that one. I think that's a I think I, that's a uh, it's a short pick. Yeah, because like half of our wins this year have come with like two minutes in the end. Like we've oh, been trailing including the, the Jets last game. Yeah, literally, we couldn't oh, even beat the Jets like a normal so team. We had to like make it interesting for no reason. So I'm, I'm gl- a little nervous. I'm glad that the only Antonio football Brown game I've been to was that one. Yeah, it was the Just- Antonio Brown curse. That's the only reason it was so close for so long. Yeah, <laughs> that is a good point. So, so you already showed off the Shohei jersey. Uh, you so. clearly um, like one. like all like all of us are enamored with him, understandably so. Uh, yeah. Since you're not necessarily a Rays fan, are there any Rays players that you like or that? Um, Randy. Randy. I love Randy. The cow. Pick- it's the cowboy boots. That's that's what our other winner said too. He said Randy also. Both Randy. I love wow. Randy. I also uh, like. How- uh, Kier- I also really like Kiermaier too. I don't know. Why. Yes, some justice for KK. <laughs> Woo! Unfortunately, I, I, I think he's going to be a Philly soon, but you might be right. Yeah. But as long how as he gets some respect, Wa- that's fine. How good do you think Wander is? Um if you if you watched him at all. I did. Yeah. Of course I did. He was the number one prospect in baseball. Uh, <laughs> give him Just checking. Not many people three, watch the race, so give him 2 to 3 years and he'll be a top 10 player in baseball. He's already like a top thirty. It seems like top thirty, top fifty, uh, which I know it may maybe a stretch, but I struggle not. putting him on those lists. I don't necessarily think it's wrong, but he just hasn't played very much, you know. It was like a saying, though, deal he, that they gave him. Yeah, he didn't even play a full season, and they gave him like a three hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Because I think, because I mean, the what did he play? Sixty games or something like that. I think it was seventy. Wonder seventy. Seventy or eighty 70? somewhere around there. I mean, he. He was one of the best players in baseball in the three-week stretch, and then he got injured. I mean, I think he, he would have won rookie of the year, I think, except that he got injured for, like, what, two and a half weeks. Yeah. But, I, yeah. Although, I think that, Randy won it, right? Yeah, yeah Randy won it. Yeah, so I'm, it still went to a Ray. I mean, the Rays were 1-3 in that, and then Luis Garcia was in the middle, which is absolutely hilarious how that happened. Well, and McClanahan <laughs> was in the top ten, too. <laughs> I mean, how did Luis Garcia this year, we could just as easily have Boz and Lowe in there, you know? Do you think that I he's think coming Shane up Boss or not? Shane Boz is going to break it this year. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Lowe will be up. All right. Boz is so good. 
I'm I'm he's so excited so for him good this year. He looked no, he, he, great this year. He looked he, he looked really really good in that. What was it? The last start of the year that he had in New York. That was yeah. oh, so much fun. He's well the one his debut against Toronto. I was blown away because that lineup like we all know that lineup is just terrifying was that the uh was that the game where the where the card fell out no yeah uh was it it was the series it was the same series yeah i don't know if it was that game or not i was just curious because i i I completely it might have been actually might have been might have been that game i don't remember who knows um yeah i don't want to necessarily talk about this but due to the things that happened today or the lack of things that happened today uh, with the lockout. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts about where or what's going to happen moving forward, because it is the new year. We're, I mean, we're basically about a month away from pitchers and catchers, so we're probably not going to hit that, but what are your thoughts about what's going on right now? It's, it's so awful. It's, this is the worst thing for the sport possible. I mean, just everything. Oh. Yeah, it's. Oh yeah, uh, I, I it's, was. It's it's, okay. it's the least ideal situation ever. It's not not fun. Do you, well, I will ask. Do you think that it will hinder any of the regular season games for twenty twenty two? I don't. I don't think it'll get that bad. I feel like they'll just scramble to throw one together at that point because then they're really losing a lot of money. But at this point, I wouldn't say it's a stretch that we're not going to get spring training. Or at least not much of it. It's unfortunate, but on you know, it is what it is. It's the nature of the beast. Yeah, it, well, point. if you don't know what we're referencing, just for the audience, the MLBPA and MLB sat down today and actually had discussions for the first time since the lockout, which started December first or second or whatever it was. So this was our first time talking, and I mean, I think we kind of all expected them not to reach an agreement today. I didn't expect them to reach an agreement today, but they didn't. And the players were not happy with MLB's proposal. So basically no steps forward. I feel like both sides are being so greedy right now that it's just they're not even looking at what's best for the sport. They're looking at what's best for their own pockets at this point, which is upsetting to me as a baseball fan. But, I mean, it is what it is. Where where are you siding right now? Are you siding more with the owners or the players? I don't know. The owners are being – really greedy and i hate that it's like this i think it was like a 16 team expanded format or whatever they want yeah i think it's they like wanted like just, 14 or 16 or something yeah but the but then also the players want like a 12 or something like that i think they want it more like the the owners want it more like the nba the players are trying to keep it where it is but i think there's good sides on there's good points on both sides i think the uh owners said that they want the draft lottery to get rid of like tanking, which I mean, I can see why they want that as like the report came out that only I believe like 16 out of the 30 teams are trying to actually win the World Series. The other 14 have just given up before the year even started. So that can be frustrating and that would definitely limit the uh, like the amount of tanking. And also I think the salary floor is going to be a blessing and a curse for for teams because Teams like the Rays, they, they don't need a salary floor. They have nope. an insane roster already. And honestly, just making them spend more money kind of seems unnecessary. But then you have teams like the Indians, or I'm so, oh, I can't say that. Uh, the Guardians, who uh, spend like $25 million 
and probably won't win 40 games this year. Or they made a few moves in the offseason, I guess. Or No, they didn't. But, yeah, uh, both sides have good points, and both sides have points that just are trying to get them to make money. So I'm kind of right in the middle. I could see how, why each side wants what and why each side wants the other, but I just – I can't pick a – just I can't pick a standpoint yet because they're just so different and I feel so differently about each opinion. So I'm kind of just right smack in the middle of there. A lot of good points raised there. Yeah. It's, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen right now. Like, um, uh, like Bree said, this was the first time since the lockout happened that um, the meeting uh, or any sort of meetings between the MLBPA and the, uh, and the league slash owners took place and, of course, nothing was going to happen in one day unless some sort of miracle was in place. But overall, hopefully things will continue to progress in a positive direction forward. Uh, I did want to ask about your thoughts. Assuming everything's going to happen normally for next season, I wanted to get your thoughts about both the Brewers and the Phillies since those are the two teams mm-hmm. that you yeah. uh, mo- follow the most. Yes. Uh, I think... Okay, my biggest hot take, but this is kind of completely off topic. The Mets are not that good of a team, and I don't care what anyone says. They're, that might just be the <laughs> Phillies fan in me talking. They might have made a few additions, but I just simply don't think they're going to be that good of a team. Maybe 500 and a little bit over. But at the same time, the Phillies just did nothing and, like usual. And maybe they can bring in a Kevin Kiermeyer and or sign a Nick Castellanos that make that – happen but i doubt it so so do you think, think the braves are going to take that division again then that's tough if they sign if they re-sign freeman yes if not i think it's going to be another kind of how it was this year where just a mess team, until the very end <laughs> it's going to be a mess until the end whereas one of the teams it could be the marlins for god knows who uh yeah. just kind of pull out a random 15 game win streak and back in the playoffs true <laughs> Yeah, I would, I would like to see it, but very yeah. competitive uh, division. What? It's a very competitive division. It, it's competitive reasons, because they're okay. all so mediocre. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it's a competitive, <laughs> non-competitive. Yes, yes, the Mets. <laughs> for the Braves. The Mets, they're not that good. Like I get they have Scherzer and Degrom now, but I don't trust either of those guys to stay healthy with the way the Mets deal with them. Can you so. name a good third starter after Scherzer? And don't say Carrasco. Walker, but I don't think Walker's good enough. No, Tywin Walker. Well, well he fell you... off big time. Yeah, uh, Mr. Sticky Stuff. Which one? <laughs> Walk, uh, Walker. He really oh. fell off after they started cracking down after that. Yeah. That play uh, where he flicked the ball out of the bounds against the Pirates is forever ingrained in my head. <laughs> and then acted like it was the umpire's fault. It was great. I don't uh, remember but... that play, but I feel like. Oh, it was my God. Like... It was hilarious. I don't. I also don't remember a lot of the season just because everything just seems like a blur right now. But that's another story. Is is my guy Rich Hill going back to the Mets? No, he's no, he signed with Boston. Oh, he did. He did. Yeah, Rich Hill and Michael Waka are gonna just look like freaking all stars against us next year. They're gonna have the Hunter Renfro. I knew Waka did. Why is any team trying to be competitive in signing Michael Waka? Let's. Listen, so I'm a Michael Walker truther. I think he's better. I think he's better than Walker out there somewhere. 
I was asking my, I was asking the Rays that. I, I don't know why we did that. He's so bad. He's he's gonna be good. You'll see. Well, they still won a hundred games. So. Yeah, he had some good starts. So on the flip yeah. side of that. things, on the flip side of things, what about the Brewers? Because the Brewers are actually like a put together team that that made the playoffs <laughs> last year and is and is and is together, really good. A put together team. Um, they're definitely going to oh. be competitive still. I think, although it really hurts them losing Escobar. Uh, they need a they need another bat in the lineup, or Christian Yelich just needs to go back to 2018 form. That would work too. But I definitely that will think. <laughs> No, just kidding. Just kidding. I don't. I don't know what happened. I really don't. Back problems. I'm blaming it on injuries. This is his. This is his comeback season. He's gonna bat flip a bat out of the fucking stadium after hitting his <laughs> first home run of the season. I'm sure. But why? Uh, I don't know. That Cardinals team is really good too. I think Tyler O'Neill is going to be an MVP candidate this year. He was insane. Uh, I don't know why they fired Mike Schilt. That doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. Although he did put in Alex Reyes, but I was really angry because I was waiting um, in great anticipation for the awkward post that the Cardinals would have to make. The fact that Schilt uh, was a manager of the year finalist, just like what the White Sox did last year. And that didn't happen. And I was really sad because I really like it. I don't know why they didn't. uh, I, I don't know why they didn't do it. I'm just really angry about it because i w- really wish they would have done it that would have been i have a question for you as a national league baseball fan you know both your teams are kind of nl we don't talk to a lot of because we're al so most of us are all kind of like yeah woo dh are you well, a guy who wants to DH. keep it or I want you the like DH. the dh i want the dh i don't want to okay s- although it is very entertaining seeing guys that seeing bartolo cologne hit nukes um, I would rather see Nelson Cruz hit a 500-foot home run than yeah. watch Aaron Nola lay down a drag bunt that he misses and it ends up hitting him in the eye. Yeah, okay, uh, good. So... Your opinion is correct. <laughs> Thank you. When, when the uh, Phillies and the Brewers play each other, do you cheer for the Phillies? Uh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's a very rough – it's very rough. I always – I have to bring uh, – I was I kind of pulled the uh, Zach Campbell move where I keep a Brewers hat in my uh, bag that I bring along with me, and I have to switch hats. And like I'm like I'm a Brewers fan. Here, throw me a ball. (laughs) There's nothing. That's like all the Yankee Rays fans down here. Where the Yankees shirt. There's a bunch of Phillies fans down here. That's true. It's because it's all the old retired people that go down there. Oh yeah, that's true. They're in Clearwater, over by that uh, the bad place in Clearwater. The bad. The bad people. They should build a new stadium there. Just screw they might it. Be getting an in, they might be getting an in and out in Clearwater or something like that. No, really? Yeah, apparently. There was like a report about it. What? Yeah. I'll cry. I've never been to in and out but I've heard <laughs> some things. Anyways, I've, but... I've been in and out It's pretty It's pretty good, but it's like cheap, too. It's like surprisingly cheap. I don't know. It's pretty good. That's for good. Like five Sounds good to me. It's just like, I don't know, it's just like a steak and shake burger, though, but like Okay, steak and shake slaps though. Never had like steak a little less shake. greasy though. A little less greasy. Um, I'm trying to think. Do we have anything else? Gibby, I'm what's your walk up song? I, I, I'm Gibby, oh, by yeah. the way. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, if you guys didn't hear Gibby come through on the pod, uh, he came late, but he's here. Yeah, what is my walk up song? 
That's that's what we just no, asked you. I was probably thinking about I was thinking about this earlier. It'd probably be now I, I I'm a Yeezy head, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick Follow God off of uh Jesus is King and that would be it. That's a good one. Pick. Pick. Well I think um, on that note I th- I think on that note, Gabe, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Congrats again on winning. Uh, Fantastic choice. Uh, If people want to follow you on social media um, and all that stuff, where can people find you? Uh, My Instagram is uh, at, I believe it's G underscore Arch 10. You can follow that. Uh, Any Twitter? I don't have it. I don't do Twitter. So... Yeah. Good, don't. It's a crushed don't. place. Twitter's successful, but <laughs> this is true. This is true. Well, Gabe, thank you so much again for coming on. We really appreciate it. For everyone listening, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back in this latest episode of Raise the Roof. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Once again, thank you to Gabe. Thank you to Jeremy, both of them for coming on. They were fantastic. If you guys don't have an, or don't follow them on social media, make sure to. Uh, they already. Gave up Jeremy told stuff. us to plug baseball is fun. And of course we're going to do that because we love baseball is fun. And Brett Phillips. Yes. Brett Phillips is the absolute best. Thank you, Jeremy, for the reminder. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, both of those were fantastic. We really appreciate both of them coming on. Uh, congratulations again to both of them for winning. Uh, they picked fantastic songs and uh, the interview, like, like, I mean, I can't speak enough about how great the interviews were and how fun they were. We really enjoyed them. Anything else before we wrap up? Well, actually, there was something of note that happened. I forget her name, but the... Rachel. Do you know her last name? It's like Balkovic or something. I don't know how to say it. It's very, like, Norwegian or something. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you guys didn't see the news about the first female, uh, or I guess first full-time female manager of of, of any affiliated baseball team, uh, that happened within the last couple of days. Uh, she will be, or Rachel will be managing the Tampa Tarpons, who unfortunately play at the place where the Rays should be playing. But you know, I'll, I'll be I'll be salty about that for other reasons that aren't related to this because this is absolutely fantastic. Also, unfortunately, she is in the Yankees organization, so like there are times that we can commend our. Uh, uh, our our rivals for doing cool things. And this is an extremely cool thing. This is awesome. This is furthering the game of baseball uh, even more. Hopefully we see more things like this hap- uh, happen. I know that the Red Sox had, I forget the, the woman's name, but I know that the Red Sox Bianca. hired Bianca. Uh, I, wasn't she, was she... She wasn't a hitting coach, was she? Because I think that Rachel was was previously a hitting coach before she... Rachel was um, a hitting coach. I don't know what Bianca coaches specifically, but... Yeah, but I, I know that said she was hired by are, the Red Sox at the yeah. beginning of 2020, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think there are 12 female coaches right now. Wow. So that's basic. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. It's great. It's great to see baseball breaking more barriers like that. And hopefully we'll continue to see more things like that in the future. I don't know if there's is there anything else of note? Pop off. <laughs> anything else of note before we end this pod? John Lester retired. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of a baller for a while there. He was. He won three World Series. Did Did you guys talk about the Rays um, bullpen catcher? I don't know. We no, we did not. We, yeah, we did not. Um, I, I I literally just put his name. I, th- I forget. I know it's Gene uh, Ramirez. Gene, Gene Ramirez. Okay, I was yeah. literally just about to say that. So, 
if you guys didn't see Gene Ramirez, who was the Rays bullpen catcher, died at the age of 29. And then, unfortunately, we found out today the news that he ended up committing suicide. And that's absolutely terrible. I know we've had um, episodes about mental health and things like that before, and we should definitely do another one in the future. But guys, it's okay to not be okay. Please reach out to people for help if you guys are in need of help. Like, don't, don't sit in silence. Silence is probably one of the most dangerous things that can happen, especially with mental health. Like, if you got, I mean, honestly, like, all four of us, like, if you guys need to just talk to someone, I'm sure we'll, we're all free and we can definitely talk to, to anyone who needs it. Like, 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 this is an extremely serious thing and a lot more people need, need to take it seriously. And unfortunately, it took the life of, of someone within the race community and the race family. And it's absolutely terrible. Yeah, but seeing just the outpouring of support from players, from media people like Trisha and all of them. Yeah, um, I know. I know Juan also put something out about uh, Gene yeah. as well. Yeah, he was so obviously loved by everyone in the organization and um, obviously super young. He played in the Rays organization until I think he was released in 2018 and came back as the, um, you know, to be part of the bullpen um, catching type thing. So he's been in the Rays family for longer than he's been even the bullpen catcher. So I know a lot of people played with him in college and then through the minor leagues as well. So. You know, the race family is hurting right now, but, you know, just rally around them and Gene's family and, you know, we'll get through this. And I mean, bullpen catchers are probably the top of the unsung, I don't know about heroes, but like positions in the sport mm-hmm. of baseball. I mean, they never actually get to see the playing field, um, but they do a lot of good work in that bullpen, um, preventing injuries, um, allowing for the pitchers who we ultimately do see on TV to perfect their craft and I'm not totally like educated on how like who he was but I'm sure he was really good at that so rest in peace absolutely absolutely terrible like 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 give you worry about say something no but it's it's (laughs) fucking it's fucking terrible it's true it's true yeah absolutely but yeah so again if you like like I said it's it's okay to not be okay reach out to people if you guys are experiencing are, are are experiencing anything the race community is here we're here to help you guys out so just speak up let us know what's going on and we'll try to help out as much as possible and use as i mean there are many resources out there so be sure to use um, as many of those as possible so unfortunately this isn't a, you know a sad way to end things but uh with that being said we're gonna uh, wrap up this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Thank you guys so much for taking the time. Continue to um, support us and what we're doing. Uh, hopefully 2022 is going to be even better than what we did in 2021. We have a lot of great things in store. We have a great team around us. We're really excited for what's coming up. And we hope that you guys are too. If you guys don't follow what we're doing, uh, Raise the Roof TV on social media, RaiseTheRoofTV.com. The Twitch might change. So for now it's Raise the Roof Twitch, but it might go back to Raise the Roof TV. Um, so stay tuned for that raise the roof on youtube and then our podcast continue to support them as you guys have been doing and if you guys uh have any questions concerns inquiries if you guys want to sponsor us or partner with us this season coming up or in the future raise the roof tv at gmail.com make sure to email us there with all that being said thanks so much for listening and as always raise up raise up baby
Peace out.